thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. I apologize for the show disrus- you know, disruptions here um, over the last couple days. Like I said, yesterday was a travel day, and uh, today I've been just getting kind of uh, getting my 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 routine going here. But anyway, today, um, like I said, tomorrow I will be doing a uh, his hardline discussion tomorrow. Something that's typically done on Thursdays. I'm going to be doing tomorrow. We ended up having to change hotels. That's a long story. Maybe I'll discuss that tomorrow. The first hotel we were at was just terrible. So we ended up having to switch. So that ate up a lot of time. I had to pack up our old room and then settle back in and get lunch. And just been a very, very long day yet again. But again, I will not deviate from doing at least a 1% or less with him. So what we're going to do, we're going to be reading out of the book of Galatians. And we're going to be reading chapter 6. And it is the subtitle. Let's see. I'm just looking here. Sorry, I'm just kind of adjusting some settings here because I'm in a, a new space. So there's, you know, the sound sounds a little wonky and maybe slightly echoey. It's because I'm in an area that doesn't have the soundproofing that I needed. So I'm just kind of working with what I got. And not only that, if you happen to hear the sound of an airplane, seems like it's flying over. I am staying in a hotel that is by an airport so (laughs) so anyway so chapter six in galatians we're going to talk about the life in the community of christ and it reads brothers even if a person is caught in some transgression you who are spiritual should correct that one in a gentle spirit looking to yourself so that you also may not be tempted Bear one another's burdens, and so you will fulfill the law of Christ. For anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing. He is deluding himself. Each one must examine his own work, and then he will have reason to boast with regard to himself alone, and not with regard to someone else, for each will bear his own load. One who is being instructed in the word should share all things with his instructor. Make no mistake, God is not mocked, for a person will reap only what he sows, because the one who sows for his flesh will reap corruption from the flesh. But the one who sows from the Spirit will reap eternal life from the Spirit. Let us not grow tired of doing good, for in due time we shall reap our harvest, if we do not give up. So when, while we have the opportunity, let us do good to all, but especially to those who belong to the family of the faith. See that what large letters I am writing to you in my own hand. It is those who want to make a good appearance in the flesh who are trying to compel you to have yourself circumcised only that they may not be persecuted for the cross of Christ. Not even those having themselves circumcised observe the law themselves. They only want you to be circumcised so that they may boast of your flesh. 
But may I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For neither does circumcision mean anything, nor does uncircumcision, but only a new creation. Peace and mercy be to all who follow this rule and to Israel of God. From now on, let no one make trouble for me, for I bear the marks of Jesus on my body. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Be with your spirit, brothers. Amen. I absolutely love this. Some of the footnotes here I wanted to kind of cover. Let me see here. There were some footnotes. Um, let's see here. So like when it talks about here in uh, verses 1 through 10, it's talking about the ethical exhortations that begun from Galatians 5.1, and they just continue with a variety of admonish, admon, admonitions, excuse me, can't even say that word right, to the community. Nearly every sentence contains a separate item of practical advice. The faith and the freedom of the gospel underlie each maxim. Intentions and temptation within communal life have previously been addressed in Galatians 5.15 and 26, and actually in 6.1. And it continues with a case in which a person is caught in some transgression, such as those in Galatians 5.19-21. And Galatians 2.17. Now, when you look at the, let's see here, verse 2, which is the law of Christ, the principle of love for others is meant to bear one another's burdens, is to serve one another through love. Wow, that's pretty powerful. You know, and that's one of the biggest things. I think we often have a big problem anymore these days. I mean, we we hardly can even, you know, bear to, you know... I don't want to say it. It seems like we even we have a hard time bearing our own burdens, let alone to bear someone else's burden, right? Like we often live in a society where people are like, oh, I'm not going to be bothered with their crap. That's that's their crap. It's not my monkey, not my circus. I'm not going to be bothered with any of that. But, you know, because, again, most people can't even, you know, they can't even bear to burden their own, you know, deal with their own burdens. But if we're really, truly serving in Christ, right? really truly serving in Christ and serving one another, yeah, we have to bear one another's burdens to let them know, let people know you're not alone. Look, you need you need a shoulder to cry on. I'm here. You need an ear to, you know, someone to listen to. I'm here. You want advice? Ask me. But if you don't want advice, you just need somebody to vent to, I'm here. You're lending yourself out to someone else to lay their burdens on you. Someone to vent to, right? And out. A lot of people need that, especially these days with the high anxiety and stresses of the of the world that we're dealing with today, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. It's very important. And then if you look at verses 4 through 5, it says right here, let's see here, self-examination is the cure for self-deception. Very true. Compare what you are with what you were before and give the glory to God. And I often do that myself because like I was talking to my coworker today, we were outside and uh, just kind of BS and just kind of bantering. It was a beautiful day out today where we're at, Kentucky. And I was, t- I was sharing stories I mean, and, and, and this might lead into what I want to discuss tomorrow. And I was talking about kind of my past when I was doing uh, the marketing when I, before I got in trucking. But, you know, how I used to be compared to what I am today, two totally different day, you know, two totally different Jasons. Literally it's like a black and white, you know, night and day. And who I was before, I was, you know, I was no one good. 
But who I am today, yeah, I give all the glory to God for who I am and how I am today. And he's still working on me. Make no mistake, he is still working on me. And we should always be worked on until we take our very last breath. Now, when you look at verse, what was it, 22, the word load used elsewhere of a soldier's pack, correcting one's own conduct avoids burdening others with it. Now, let's see here. Wait, am I reading something correctly here? Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I read something wrong. Not verse 22, but this is still part of uh, um, this. Forget what I just said. I was reading something incorrectly. If you look at verses 6, it implies oral instruction in the faith by the catechist that these are to be rem, uh, remunerated for their service. And I'll be honest with you. I have no idea what remunerated is. Let's look that up real quick. Let's see. Look up remunerated. And we're going to do a quick lesson right here. Remunerated. To pay someone for services rendered or work done. Well, there you go. Remunerated. Now, when you look at the verses uh, 6, 10, let's see. So chapter 6, you know, 6, 10. The family of the faith, the Christian household or church doing good has a universal object to all but the local community makes specific the rally of those to be served. Hmm. Now, Forget the notes for a second. I want to scroll back up to something that actually really caught me, caught my eyes here. And where was it? Where was it? Because um, I, I really love this. Where it says, ah, here it is. Starting with verse 14. And I love this. I think I just, I want to make a shirt out of this. But in verse 14, right here, where it says, but may I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me, and I am I to the world. Verse 15, For neither does circumcision mean anything, nor does uncircumcision, but only new creation. Peace and mercy be all to those who follow this rule, and to the Israel of God. I love that, though. But may I never boast, except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me, and I to the world. We should never boast about anything in our lives except in our own weakness, right? Because in our own weakness can and only will there be, you know, how do I say this? When we boast in our weakness rather than our, you know, what our accomplishments are, our successes, right? When we boast in our weakness, we're basically saying, look, I am a flawed man, right? I'm broken. I've had a very checkered past, right? When you boast in that weakness, you're, in other words, basically saying, but you know what? At the end of the day, though, no matter what my past was, no matter who I used to be, who I was, Jesus Christ is my Lord, and he will rebuild me, and he will make me a better man or woman. If you're a woman listening to this, right? He will make me a better man or a better woman today and tomorrow going forward than who I used to be, right? It's all about what Matthew Kelly always says in a lot of his books and his speeches. It's all a matter of being the best version of yourself. Strive to be the best version of yourself. Be a better you today than you were yesterday. And you keep repeating that process, rinse and repeat, right? Every single day. 
And that's something that we often don't do, a lot of us, even as Christians, right? Even people that really are really close, closely tied to Christ. Because we often, we I don't want to say we stray, but we, how do you want to say it? We get sidetracked a little bit, right? We get a little bit distracted. And so oftentimes, we could be on a straight and you know, narrow path, right? Walking and walking through that narrow gate, right? While others are walking through that wide gate. But every once in a while, we take a little detour, or we stop, we take a break. Not on purpose, but you know, sometimes something just takes us off the path a little bit, right? Not, not crazy, but just enough. We got to always remain in Christ and keep our eyes on the cross and always strive to be a better version of ourselves because oftentimes we don't, I don't think we challenge ourselves enough to continuously work on that as a self-improvement exercise on a daily basis. I mean, heck, a lot of people will have a hard time reading the Bible, even just a chapter a day and praying, just, you know, taking 15 minutes, which is literally 1% of your 24-hour period in a day which is why we have his hard line here, right? 1% or less with him. You don't have to read, but at least listen to this, right? Like we just read one chapter, very short, very quick. And so anyways, just to keep up with the time here and try to keep it at 15 minutes, right, or so, we're going to close this out with a prayer. And we pray, Heavenly Father, thank you so very much for another day in this life. Though it's very confusing and can be very stressful, and though we even sometimes will have a dislike and a disdain for the life. But you know what? At the end of the day, I think that's just our way of being able to tell you, look, we are not of this world. We cannot stand this world. However, we do have work to do in this world. And we need to occupy the land and expand the kingdom of your kingdom, right? That's what we're here to be called for. And we're going to continue doing that while we're here on this world, in this world. We are not of it, but we will be in it and we will occupy the land the way you want us to, and we will help expand your kingdom and help others grow closer to Christ in their heart so they can be bridged to you, Father. Each and every day, please help me with my words, with what lessons you want me to you know, put out there, what lessons you want me to learn. So whoever's listening to this will learn at the same time as I'm learning, because as we proceed forward with this, I'm always continually learning. And so with that, I say thank you so very much, though, for the journey that you've put me on. Thank you for making me the man who I am today and for the man you're going to continuously make me into going forward in my future, making me a better husband, making me a better father. Right. And those that are listening, better friends, husbands, wives, mothers, fathers, friends, co-workers, children of you. We just pray that you're always with us and that you always guide us and you always be that guiding light that we will follow. I pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ, amen. That is all I have for now. Um, like I said, I do apologize for the programming kind of hiccups. You know, like I said, I usually do a His Hardline discussion on Thursdays. Yesterday was quite busy. Didn't get into town until about 9 o'clock. Then I had to be up by, uh, what time, 6 o'clock this morning. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to be up by, you know, 3, 3, uh, two, you know, 2.45 in the morning, tomorrow morning. And so um, tomorrow I plan on doing a His Hardline discussion tomorrow. So it is two days late, but I will do one. 
Uh, so I do appreciate your patience. And uh, I will continue, though, to keep doing this 1% or less with him because it is my goal. I starve every day when I don't read at minimum at least one chapter a day. Okay. And you know what? Because I have been kind of so busy, I don't want to stray too far off from God. I am going to say the Our Father just because I do feel like it is important. And I think that we need it sometimes. So I'm going to also do one little bonus prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Thank you so very much for listening to His Hard Line with 1% or less with Him, Him being God and Jesus Christ. I am just Jason, the co-host. I'm the one that just pushes the buttons here. I'm the one that does all the technical stuff, and sometimes I can't even get that right. But we will always continuously be here. With that, stay blessed. I will see you all tomorrow with another Bible reading and a His Hard Line discussion. Have a great night. Say thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to one percent or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.hisheartline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.